Hi, I'm a Ross. And I'm a Wizzy. Boy, gee willikers, I sure do love My Little Pony. It's okay, in the written form. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you didn't like reading. I think reading is a sin. Wizzy, surely you can't be serious. No, seriously. I believe reading is an act against God. No, I mean about My Little Pony. Oh. Well, don't get me wrong. My Little Pony is fine and all. But there's just so many other things I could be doing. Name one thing you could be doing. Reading. Okay, well name five more things you could be doing. Eating. Sleeping. Drinking. Not watching My Little Pony. Exercising. Okay, well, name eight more things. Socializing, playing with my Legos, contacting the dead, celebrating President's Day, establishing a colony on Mars, baking, being gay, reading My Little Pony fanfiction. Wait, what? Ross and Wizzy's Fanfiction Power Hour. Every week on wherever the hell you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Labor Day. Welcome to the fallout of All Out. And welcome to your Monday show. I am the Soul Chemical. I see things a little differently. And I will actually... I'm actually thinking about doing a different... This might be in... This will be in two parts, actually. So we're going to have part one. Because as I record, this is Sunday morning. All Out has not happened yet. And so what I'm going to probably do is watch All Out on Monday. And then, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch All Out on Monday. And then I will do a part two later in the night where you'll get this part in the morning. you get part two Monday night, same show, essentially just two parts to it. And um, and because I really want to watch All Out. I don't think I've ever had a chance to actually watch a full All Out. I've watched, I've watched it in like bits. So like I've seen the match here, match there, but never in its entirety. So... Uh, we will get to that in part two, but this will be your early start Monday show, so that way you get your breakfast and your cinnamon toast crunch or whatever gets you off. So, anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. As I record this, I just recorded my Shang-Chi and Legend of Ten Rings review. Looking forward to you guys listening to that. I was super excited. I really enjoyed the film. Um, I think it's a huge piece of the MCU that they just connected a lot of dots to. So, stand. Well, let's put keep down standby for Wednesday. So today we're gonna to talk about some pro wrestling, and this will be fun. How where do we want to start today? Let's let's see. I actually, took some notes down this week. So let's start with NXT. So apparently Triple H will still be a, the Booker, still be in control of everything, except it will be produced by Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon. Now what that means essentially is, it just means the look of it will change so it might be as flashy the production might be just like monday night raw or smackdown it'll have a specific look yeah the logo sucks i get that but it'll have a specific look but it won't they won't necessarily be in charge of the day-to-day stuff because uh, usually producers producer usually just if you look at producer a lot of times it's what they do in the background you know like kevin feige's a producer on a lot of things but he's a hands-on producer it sounds like this man bruce Pritchard would just be a they will give suggestions and they'll, like, have, like, the lighting packages and stuff like that done. But it sounds like they're not going to be a part of, like, what goes on there all the time. So, um, that may give hope to some of you guys who are, uh, you know, uh, kind of down on NXT. I still will give a wait and watch approach with it. Because I just don't know what to expect from it. 
Um, but I just want to give you guys that update. I think that was kind of cool. Also, in more news and notes, John Cena, who was scheduled to be on the Broken Skull Sessions, has been replaced by Seth Rollins. No word has been given why. I, I was looking around for some more information on this. It's, it, it, I have seen nothing. But now you'll have Seth Rollins on the Broken Skull Sessions, and he will be there the Sunday. It'll, be, it'll premiere after extreme rules but those of you who have the peacock network you kind of know that it comes out before so you actually watch it before um what else let's get some more news and notes here uh braun Strowman will make his first post wwe appearance he will be wrestling ec3 um for those of you braun Strowman fans i can care less but no more power to him i'm happy he, he's finding his way also adam cole update on adam cole i don't know if he's gonna uh show up tonight we obviously have a feeling daniel bryan's gonna show up tonight um as, as this is being recorded but wwe did pitch him that one offer that we were told but he he said something was non-negotiable that was his twitch stream he said he refused to give it up in that apparently wwe officials had no interest in even talking to him after that because they had no leverage on him so they were just kind of like well there's no purpose of talking because if that's non-negotiable then okay <laughs> you know so um it sounds like he's aew bound which honestly is probably better for him in his career not because Britt baker's there obviously it's the one he's dating if you don't know um but it's just better overall if, especially since there's new rumors that apparently Vince McMahon is going to cut a lot of NXT talent. Like, a lot of the older ones could be gone. Even though I saw the report last week that Gargano was being pitched as a top heel, and people were like, when the, the comedy stuff has stopped. Well, I always assumed that this wedding on the 15th, or or the 14th, excuse me, I assume that he's got going, he's going to be the cause of it not happening. That, that's what I'm assuming, is that that's going to be a live show, because they've been doing tape shows. I'm assuming that that's going to be a live show, and that he's going to ruin it and turn it completely freaking hill in that point with Candace being out and what, all the other type of stuff. So I wasn't too worried about the comedy stuff being a thing, because I just assumed, like, oh, that's not going to last very long because of what he's going to do to Dexter Loomis. You know, during that wedding segment, and it's gonna just make those two, uh, Indy and Index, as the as kids say, air quotes, air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, um, just run away together, you know? So I'm not there, but it sounds like people like Gargano, Champa are gonna be cut, and even Champa's kind of changes, changes too. And years ago, he said he had no one to go to the main roster, and now he says he's open to the idea of going to the main roster. But if they're cutting old NXT talent, air quotes, uh, those two are definitely gone. You know, um, but trust me, they will land on their, they will be just freaking fine. Um, but that kind of sucks if that's the case. You know, you need some elder statesmen to be there to help your talent get up. Especially since people like Gable Stevenson reportedly has just signed with WWE. These people need someone to learn from. And who, who would be crazy to not sign, to not want to learn from Johnny Gargano or even Tommaso Ciampa. But anyways, um, last news, bad news and notes. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about two things actually. The Rock Reigns may not happen until WrestleMania 38, which I think we kind of all expected, because um, apparently that's happening in LA, and they feel like it will be a better market. <coughs> Excuse me. For these who are asking, I lost my voice a couple weeks ago. Sorry, getting a drink of water, and so I'm trying to get it back, but every day I have to talk. And then we get to do a show, a weekly show. You know, it's just kind of hard to watch that so i'm trying my best to watch 
how much I talk and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, um, but I am doing okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for asking people who have asked. Um, but that's ex- expected. You know, I thought we were, I thought that was always, because apparently WrestleMania 30 is going to, 38, excuse me, or 37. Yeah, apparently WrestleMania 38 or 39 will be in L.A. Because what was this, was, this, was this past one just WrestleMania 37? Yes, it was. So it means WrestleMania 38. So it may not happen WrestleMania 38. It may have to happen WrestleMania 39 because WrestleMania 38 is in Dallas. And WrestleMania 38 has already been announced. It has been announced, but it's rumored to be two a two-night event. So they're thinking they'd hold off for one more year. And that way it could, you know... Um, have more of an impact, air quotes, because he, 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 that's the Rock's market, essentially. He's the highest Hollywood actor right now, and that's not going to go anytime soon. Um, anyway, especially with uh, freaking uh, uh, Black Adam coming out next year. You know, he's just going to get bigger, um, especially if he does a good job as Black Adam. And the last bit, news and notes um, from WWE, CM Punk did an interview with ESPN. He did reveal... That he said if it was all about the money, which is what he's been saying this entire time, I'll come back for a big fat check, <laughs> right? Um, he said, hey, if it was all about the money, I've been headlining WrestleMania this year. He says that WWE did reach out to him as a for return, and he said the one thing I don't want to do is play games. He said they play games since something never changes, and um, so he was definitely open to going back. The thing that everyone thought he was not open to doing, he was open to coming back, but he said things had to change and. I don't know why you think things will change at all, because things have actually gotten worse, probably, um, <clears throat> from everything we know. Uh, that's just what we know, you know. Um, so that was a very interesting sit-down interview with him. Um, looking forward to that match tonight. That's why. That's the other thing. So I'm going to be out tonight, and I really don't want to watch it in increments or in parts. I still may do it, knowing me, I'm stubborn. But I really just want to sit home and watch it. I just got this brand new TV because my other TVs aren't down me. By the way, did you guys know TCL TVs are like low quality? I wish someone would told me and my brother uh, alone in the dark because when we bought that, we didn't know that. We thought it was a good TV. It's locked on me in two years. Two years. Are you kidding me, dude? Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that was just whatever. That was just interesting to know. Um, SmackDown was very interesting. Well, let's get to Raw. One night after claiming the United States Championship, his first main roster title, he is a North American former champion, even though they don't count that, um, Damian Priest is already being positioned with the big dogs. As he confronted the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, which I loved every second of it. And that was huge. Also, uh, another thing that was huge on, on, on the night was Bobby Lashley taking the RKO from... Randy Orton, I wouldn't mind seeing an RKO, uh, a Randy Orton feud versus Bobby Lashley. I don't know who the next contender is. Well, it's clear that the matches they're setting up for Saudi Arabia in October. It's Brock Lesnar, Reigns for the Universal title, and it's Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. So, it's clear those matches are setting up, but I don't know who faces Bobby Lashley at Extreme Rules. It, it could be nice to actually have RK, uh, well, I'd say RK Bro, but Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley. That should be a decent match, in my opinion. Um... But anyway, SmackDown, you had Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. You had a great skit from Brock Lesnar, two of them, where he's talking to Caleb Braxton, and his ringtone goes off, and it's Brock Lesnar's music. Ironically, just as he's talking to Caleb Braxton. Um, just the coincidences in this WWE universe. It's, whew, wow. Anyways, he 
tells goes to Roman Reigns says, "Hey, my tribal chief, uh, we have a problem," and he says, "I don't have a problem. Smash Finn Balor later on." They said, "No, no, no, Brock Lesnar." He says, "You have a Brock Lesnar problem." He says, "I'm gonna smash him when the time's right too," and then he says, "No, Brock Lesnar will be here next week because they're loading the show because next Friday." SmackDown will be in Madison Square Garden. They already have Edge versus Rollins too, which should be pretty fun. You have the Undertaker reportedly returning for that one. They are loading this card up to be just one of the biggest things of the year. And now you have the first time you're gonna probably hear Brock and or see Brock and Reigns in the ring with Paul Lesnar. Oh, Paul Lesnar, listen to me. Ugh. Paul Heyman trying to make peace between both of them, which. Good luck, <laughs> you know, um, and so this should be fun, and so Roman Reigns got serious really fast, he said, how you know he's not here tonight, you know, like, and he said, I don't know, you know, so, anyway, so in the match, Finn Balor didn't even have a chance, he was attacked before the bell rung by the Usos, Usos then run off, the Street Profits chase him, uh, Reigns and Finn Balor have a good match, he gets choked out with the guillotine, and then towards the end, uh, after the match is over, Reigns is leaving the ring, and red lights light up around the ring. So my my hope is, everyone thinks that's a sign of Finn Balor and the Demon coming back. I hope they don't bring the Demon back just to lose at Extreme Rules, because um, Reigns isn't losing that Universal Championship anytime soon. So I hope they don't bring him back just to have a, a false finish either. So I don't know what that means. Was that signs of Brock Lesnar? I don't think so. That's not the kind of mind games he'll play. He'll just show up and kick butt. But if it is the Demon coming back, then uh, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to see, you know. But uh, hopefully he doesn't come back just to lose, you know. But um, we'll see. But anyways, to me that was your SmackDown. Uh, reviewed some of the best things from SmackDown. Uh, it's clearly we're heading to Ustos and Street Profits, which I think will be a fantastic match. Absolutely fantastic match. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, let's end this show. Let's end part one at least with a review of what was revealed at FanFest. So I'm just sitting there in my own business. I completely forgot there was a FanFest yesterday. And then I look in my phone and they have announced new figures from AEW and Jazzwares, which you all know I love that. So a match four was announced. Of course, CM Punk is one of the features. You have Jay Cargill. You have a suit-wearing Cody Rhodes. You have a Corazon. Listen to me, Corazon de Leon, which is the first iteration of Chris Jericho. Which I don't think he's ever had an action figure as his Mexican persona. Um, you have another Hangman, another MJF. Uh, this wave is very forgettable to me, with the exception of Jay Cargill and CM Punk. Those are two that I will definitely get. Um, maybe the first iteration of Jericho I might, if I'm able to get that autograph, that would be cool. Otherwise, this, this wave is not really that special to me. Uh, people were saying how, how they get one so fast? I was like, honestly, dude, they've known him, he's been signed for a while. Like, they knew he, they, they knew he was going to come in for a while, obviously. Even though Punk did reveal that he only signed his contract 30 minutes before, um, going on air. And it's like, lawyer called him and said, hey, you might want to sign your contract before you go on air. So yeah, it might be a good idea. <laughs> so, but they knew he was coming in. So, I mean, that, to me, to get the scans and everything for, especially since Unmatched 4, probably, we just got Unmatched 1. So, we're so far away from getting Unmatched 4. That's not going to probably come out until next year. 
So, like, we're far away from that. So, they could have time to get the scans rendered and all this other stuff anyway. So, it's going to be fine. Um, we also have a few uh, uh, ringside exclusives. But the main one was a bloody Britt Baker from the Lights Out match with her and Thunder Rosa. Um, I don't know if I'll get that. I may get it because the one... Uh, as I was, I was in Colorado Springs Comic Con last week um, working, doing a panel... And um, I actually got a chance to meet John Moxley. I saw Britt Baker again. I actually saw her first time, but this time I was able to get her action figure signed. So the one action figure I have of Britt Baker, I actually have it signed, so I can't even open it, which I don't want to anyway. So I may get it just to, just to have it open, um, but we'll see. I'm not big on having devils, so I already told you guys. Um, but the last one, Unrivaled Volume 9, Series 9, excuse me, they have part of the wave, the one wave where I will definitely... Uh, I think I'm getting this entire wave. It's a pretty badass wave. You have Christian Cage. You have Thunder Rosa. You have Brian Cage. You have Eddie Kingston. You have Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. I don't see a weak person in that wave. Even though I've, I just got a couple of WWE version of Christians, I don't think I mind having a Christian. That's the only one I would think about not getting. But everyone else I want. I want Eddie Kingston. I want uh, Ricky Starks. Thunder Rosa. Are you kidding me right now? So that is the strongest wave, I think, for me, as far as getting the entire wave. I, I will definitely get the entire wave. So, Anyways, that is part one of your sh- of your Monday show. Enjoy it. And we're going to actually get to the review of All Out um, on the next version of it, uh, uh, on part two. Um, so look, look for that. It will be sometime later in the day. Um... But I am super looking forward to watching All Out tonight. I am very happy that it's finally here. So, anyways, that is your Monday show, part one. Look for part two. I am so chemical. I am out, and we will talk very, very soon.